Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is your special host, Internet from uh, Little Angels Drop-In LLC podcast on tonight. I do have an interesting article to talk about. I am still talking about these changes that is coming from child care. I found this article in WashingtonPost.com on tonight. And I am, it was dated for September the 19th, 2021 at 6 o'clock a.m. And so I'm going to read you a little bit of this detail of this article on tonight. And then from there, I am going to uh, elaborate on it a little bit just to talk about the changes that continue to happen in the child care industry. Okay. So the topic, the top, the topic of the article is the pay is absolutely crap. Child care workers are quitting rapidly, a red flag for the economy. Child care employment is still down more than 126,000 positions as workers leave for higher paying positions as bank tellers, administrative assistants, and retail clerks. Parents are struggling to return to work as daycare and after-school programs dwindle. South Shore Star's early childhood program in West. Waymouth, Massachusetts, received zero applicants this summer for its preschool teacher's positions. It was a big change from which Director Jennifer Curtis was superintendent of a local school district and routinely had 200 people apply for elementary school jobs. The problem, Curtis said, is that daycare workers typically make typically make about $12 an hour for a demanding job year round. Excuse me. Public schools and other employers, which are also scrambling to hire workers, are poaching child care staffers by offering thousands of dollars more a year and better benefits. And nearby Duncan starts pay at $14 an hour. This is Duncan Donuts, okay? This is in Waymount, Massachusetts. People tell Curtis they come to the South Shore Stars as a last resort if they can't find anything else. Hiring and retaining good workers has been tough in the childcare industry for years, but it is escalating into a crisis. The pandemic-fueled staff challenges threaten to hold back the recovery as the staffing problems at daycares have a ripple effect across the economy. Without enough employees, daycares are turning away children, leaving parents, especially mothers, unable to return to work. Nearly 1.6 million moms of children under 17 are still missing from the labor labor force. They dropped out during the pandemic to care for children and have not been able to return to work as the school and daycare situation remain chaotic, especially for unvaccinated children under the age of 12. There are still COVID outbreaks occurring occurring at schools and some childcare centers and after school programs remain closed or they are accepting fewer children. Even the White House is concerned. In a report this past week, President Biden's Treasury Department called the current child care system unworkable with high costs for parents, low wages for employees, and not enough spots for kids. Child care is a textbook example of a broken market, said Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, a mother herself. She pointed out that families spend an average of 13% of their income on child care for young children. Yet daycare workers earn so little, they rank in the bottom 2% of all professions. Biden has proposed the largest federal investment ever in child care and in an effort to transform the sector. This is a crisis, said Diana 
Barbara, executive director of the Pennsylvania Child Care Associations. Pa- parents are looking for child care, but now it's the this catch-22. We don't have the staff, so we can't open the classrooms, so families can't go back to work because they can't find child care. <laughs> Welcome to September and the I don't know economy. The numbers are staggering. The child care service industry is still down. 126,700 workers, more than a 10% decline from pre-pandemic levels. Labor Department shows while many industries complain they can't find enough workers, the hiring situation is more dare in child care than in restaurants right now. Huh. And there's a chart showing that child care is struggling to hire more than restaurants. Young women in their late teens and 20s who are typically drawn to work at daycare centers are opting instead to take jobs at a, as administrative assistants, retail clerks, bank tellers, according to interviews with former workers and daycare owners. Veteran child care workers are quitting. One daycare worker interviewed for this article and quit in the past week. Several others in, indicated they are contemplating an accident soon. More than 10,000 workers have left the industry since June. Labor Department shows data. The pay is absolutely crap for what required for the position, said Tansy Roberts, who quit in Joan. I can't afford to live on my own and work the child care job that I am qualified for. <laughs> Democrats readily $450 billion plan to expand child care and pre-K. Robert now does administrative work for a tech company from her Florida home. She says she really misses working with the kids, but could not survive on the low wage at the daycare. Her new job does not expose her to COVID and pays more than $15 an hour with health insurance, a significant increase from the $11.45 she was making working as a national chain daycare center. Sickening. More than a third of child care providers are considering quitting or closing their businesses within the next year as a sense of hopeless premates. The permates, it permates, excuse me, the industry, according to a report last month from the National Association for the Education of Young Children. Over half of minority owned centers are in danger of shedding. The report warns Barbara, who runs the child care group in Pennsylvania, says she now spends much of her day trying to tell talk daycare owners off the ledge so they don't close. Centers that serve working class families and those in rural areas are especially in danger of closing because the reckless they say they can't, they can't raise costs. We don't have our toddler's room open right now. Even the infant room isn't currently full because we don't have enough staff, said Sky Prudent, Director of Development at Jasmine Child Care Preschool in Fargo, North Dakota, which serves low-income families. We can't match Walmart offers to $15 or up. We are a small child care center, and we are not able to provide benefits. People are going to jobs that have benefits. For years, first-time average pay for supermarket and restaurant workers tops $15 an hour. For years, there have been calls to pay child care workers more as the medium pay in the industry. $25,460 a year, according to the Labor Department, is below the poverty line for a family of four. During the coronavirus pandemic, the work has become even harder because staffers must ensure kids as young as two and three wear masks and don't touch each other. The reason child care centers pay less than service sector jobs is tied to their business model. Staffing costs are by far the biggest budget item because many must abide by local laws that mandate one caregiver per three to five kids, depending on their age and the area of the country. 
Child care labor costs can be as much as 50 to 60% of a daycare budget, according to the Treasury report. By contrast, restaurant labor costs tend to be about 30% of their budgets. A study conducted during the pandemic by Philip Cernines, director of the Institute of State and Regional Affairs at Penn State Harrisburg, Harrisburg found labor costs account for 80% of a child care center budget, raising pay for workers typically requiring hiking fees for parents. Child care providers have very narrow margins. They have to be at full capacity. That's the only way the business model works for them, Sindra said. Lawmakers in Washington to approve $39 billion in child care relief in March as part of the Democrats' American Rescue Plan. With the bulk of the money going towards stabilization funds, the child care centers can use for anything from workers paying to fix the roof to buying masks. Months later, only 14 states have their applications up and running so child care centers can apply for funding, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Service. The funding is viewed as a short-term fix by economists and daycare owners who say it would not be enough to permanently raise pay in the industry. So I wanted you to read this article to let you understand exactly what's happening here. We continue to see the down spiral of child care in the child care industry. We continue to see how the workers are walking away from the industry. Why? Because this country continues to lose respect for child care workers, child care providers. Listen, centers, center owners, the overhead for expense to run a center, they don't have enough to pay the workers. So guess what? The workers are walking away and going to another industry where they're more appreciated where they can somewhat kind of live just trying to maintain the basics. But when you're working on a job making 11 to $12 an hour and the cost of living in the state that you are in is steady increasing, it is not helping families. It is not even helping the workers. And this is the reason why they're walking from this industry. This country continues to make everything else much more important instead of the stability of our children for the next future. Our children are the future. And so this country continues to take for granted the child care industry, the children, all of this. When they are a part, they are the most definite component piece of the next generation. So guess what? People are walking away from the industry. Their patients are tired. The states, the different states implement strict rules where you can't even get anyone that's willing to work in the child care industry. So guess what? I'm here in the state of North Carolina. As you listen to me on my Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify on tonight, I need you for you to know this on tonight, that there has to be a change to come. Rules and regulations need to be revamped, reworked in this industry. The child care industry was basically already in trouble before the pandemic hit. So guess what? The pandemic has made it worse. And guess what? When are we going to come as a country starting listening to the people because they consider us, me as child care providers, we are the lowest people paid in the nation. It is sickening. It's not, it's, it's ridiculous. It's not fair. And I don't know if uh, Vice President uh, Camilla Rice or uh, Camilla, whatever her last name is, I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but uh, Vice President Camilla or our President uh, Joe Biden will ever take the time to hear what the child care workers have to say. Maybe one day I'll go to the, uh, the White House, to Washington, D.C., to advocate for our children, for our teachers that's in this industry. 
Why? Because they need someone to advocate on their behalf. I have lived on this side. I know what it's like to run a childcare facility, a home childcare facility for 15 years, wanting to grow to expand. And then there's never any resources around to help you build, to go to the next place so that you can help more families. No. So that's why um, I came up with the idea. God gave me the idea to come up with Little Angels Drop-In LLC. Listen, if you listen to my podcast and you decide that you want to make donations to this foundation for the next generation for these children, why did I open Little Angels Drop-In LLC? Because I knew that these children, with them being in a traditional daycare, which I'm not a traditional daycare. I am a drop-in for people that want to go to the gym. They got doctor's appointments to run and things like that. And they don't want to take the children. They just want somewhere to drop them off just to get a break for a couple of hours. This is the reason why I opened Little Angels Drop-In LLC. But the main passion for me doing this is because I love children. And I knew at the time that when I got ready to do it, God said that was enough. You need to come out. I need you out in the forefront. Why? Because it's families that need me. There are children that need me. I am not a motivational speaker, no, but I'm about encouraging children and impacting them for the next generation so that they can be doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, CEOs of their own companies, okay? They, they own their own companies with whatever they want to do, whether they become head chefs and, and want to open a chef school. I am the one to help push that dream, and this is the reason why God gave me the vision, because... Children go to a traditional daycare and it's everything. It's always structure, structure, structure. They never get the time anymore to be free as children. This is the reason why I opened Little Angels Drop In LLC. Because if those children want to dance, they will have the chance to dance. If they wanted to paint, if they wanted to do whatever they want to do, if they wanted to run and jump, guess what? I opened this place because I want the children to be free and still learn at the same time. But it wouldn't be an all-day thing learning because mostly of the children that's coming up now, that's becoming entrepreneurs at seven, eight, nine years old, and possibly five, with a little girl that went to the um the Library of Congress and she have already read so many books at the age of five. Those are that's these are the dreams that I believe in for our children. But parents, my question is to you tonight, as I'm on this podcast, what are your dreams for your children's future? Have you made any decisions about what you desire to try to mold and shape your children to become? They could be our next president. They could be our next vice president. We don't know. They could be the next general in the army. We really don't know. But only God knows the plans for our children. So guess what? I opened Little Angels Drop-In LLC so that these kids can be the best that they need to be. And if you decide... In your heart and you find it in your heart and you see what my vision is for these children, you can cash at me, dollar sign, Aunt Ballard. Send me a donation as I continue on this journey to get this place back where it needs to be to help the neighborhood and the community that I am in as of right now for in Durham, North Carolina. Why am I doing this? Because this is my passion. Children are my passion. I don't like when people mistreat them. I don't like it when I see that I know that they are who they are and people try to put labels on them because they may have a difficult time with something. But the reason why the children are like that is because they are different. They're coming out and being birthed with gifts 
and people don't know how to handle it. Teachers may not know how to handle it. That's why when my daughter was in kindergarten, she went into the, the gifted and talented class. Why? Because a teacher saw the gift in her. She saw the potential in her. When she left kindergarten at the age of five or six, she was already reading. I'm using her for an example, not to brag and boast, but just let you know, you got to know who your children are. You have to know. Some of them may never attend college. Some of them can be natural born entrepreneurs. I'm reminded of the time my son was, uh, he would uh, draw shirts, drawings and stuff like that, artwork. Drawing pictures and all of this, that was a gift that God put in his hand. And I'm really trying to get him to get back to that place because he can be a T-shirt designer. You see what I'm talking about? You got to see the gifts in your children. And this is very prominent. How do you know what gift is in your child? Whenever you ask God to prompt you in your spirit and you pay attention to what those children are doing and how they are interacting with something. You got some children that want to build with their hands in my little drop in uh uh, Little Angels Drop-In LLC, I had a section for STEM. I'm still going to implement that as well. Why? Because that's dealing with science. It's dealing with hands-on things. Some people are not familiar with STEM. How do I know about STEM? Because when I was in graduate school at North Carolina Central University, they were talking about STEM librarians. Yes, I have a master's degree in librarianship, but at the same time, there's more. And so I understood the process with that. I knew a little, but then I began to see it was dealing with magnets and science and engineering and things like that. Yeah, the STEM. This is why I'm on my podcast talking tonight, because parents, I really need you to know and understand who is it that's in your house, your children? What is their pretension and what is their gift? Do you really pay attention to what they're doing? Are you really paying attention to the things that they're asking you for? Because in that little sponge mind, they're being creative and they see things. Some children may see things as an image and they're trying to uh, basically uh, analyze it in their minds. You might not understand what I'm saying, but they can visualize. They're visual. They see what they want to do. I am a visionary, so I can pretty much see how I want things to go. If you understand where I'm coming from, but what I'm trying to get y'all parents to understand and what I'm trying to get this nation to understand is that child care is the number one piece component to your children's future from zero to five. Their brains are being shaped. Most of the time they are in the child care facility or either in the child care home. So guess what? You got to see the potential in your children. And when your spirit is prompt to pay attention to what they're doing, please do. Because I'm learning this as well. I've seen, I have kept a lot of kids. He allowed me to be able to see what their potential was. And so when you learn that you can see the gift in your children, that's when you can begin to push it out of them. To let them know that they can be all that they can be in this nation. And be a help to their community. Make an impact in their community. And so that's the reason why I'm talking so much tonight. But again, if under the sound of my voice and you're listening to my podcast and you want to make a donation to Little Angel Drop In, my cash app is dollar sign Aunt Ballard. Why am I doing this? Because I'm building a legacy and to know and understand that children are always going to be coming and they're going to always need a positive impact in their lives. We need to understand that some children may not even get treated right at home. How do I know this? Because I've seen it in daycare, working in daycare facilities for other people. I've seen it. I've seen children being put on Ritalin to calm them down because they're so energetic. And it's because 
they were really, they were really gifted, but they wanted to give them medicine to try to calm them down. Listen, let me tell you something. Sometimes you got to put your kids in sports and that helps with their energy and what they want to do. But we as a people don't always understand that. I don't know why I'm talking so long tonight, but I'm sharing this so that you can pay attention to what your grandchildren are doing and your children that are becoming adults one day. And everything that you impact them in them now, it can affect them for the rest of the life, your, their lives. And this is the reason why I've always said, be positive. No matter what the situation is, always be truthful. Tell your children the truth, but be positive in the mindset of encouraging them to go to the next level in their life. Listen, I'm signing off. I just wanted you to know that was an article that I picked up. I'll be back at another time talking about the changes that are still occurring in the childcare industry. But I do want you to know this on tonight. I pray that my voice, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, that it reaches the masses of who need to hear this to know that our children are the future and they need every resource that they need to be all that they can be. If they be the next captain, if they be the next, when they be become the next CEO of their company, the next branch manor or branch owner of a bank. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But what I'm saying now is we really need to know. We really need to know who the children are, who the children really are and knowing who they are. You understand what I'm saying? I'm saying it like that so that you will understand it and know it. You really need to know who they are. You really do. Because you can have the next CEO in your house and you might not even recognize it because you don't have the patience that you're supposed to have with having kids. But I'm going to tell you something. God will teach you patience with working with these children. And guess why? Because you want to continue to make a positive impact on these children like they need to be made. Listen, thank you for your time on tonight. Thank you for listening to Little Angels uh, Drop-In Podcast, LLC. You can listen up on this from tonight on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you and good night.